0: Welcome to the much anticipated fifth episode of Bio Uncredited. I'm your host Nivrithi and I'm super thrilled to be back. So, in this latest episode, we are diving headfirst into the archives of world history, viewed through a different lens. We're taking a wild ride into the beginnings of biomimicry before it even had a name. We're basically going back in time to when people had to rely on their instincts and keen observations to survive we are going to uncover how nature's incredible designs influenced human creativity centuries ago, which laid the groundwork for the modern concept we recognize today. And you know what every history teacher emphasizes, right? Chronology is important. So let's give those history buffs some credit and start with the very first time someone thought, hey, maybe it's time to look at how nature does it. It's a lot older than you might think. In the Paleolithic era, early humans realized that certain stones could be shaped and sharpened to mimic the cutting edges of teeth or claws found in animals. Our predecessors, without formal scientific knowledge or terminology of course, were essentially practicing biomimicry by imitating the forms and functions they observed in animals and plants. They recognized the efficiency and effectiveness of natural structures and adapted them for their survival needs. For example, flint knives, they were crafted to mimic the sharp and serrated edges of carnivorous animal teeth, enabling early humans to more effectively butcher animals for food. Another great example was when early humans watched animals adapt to their environments by changing color or pattern to blend in and avoid predators or prey. Humans unknowingly at first started using materials like animal skins and vegetation to create clothing and camouflage, imitating the appearance of the environment and animals for protection and hunting. A huge part that distinguishes us from the rest of the animal kingdom and cements the fact that we are human is our ability to communicate. Turns out, we learned that from nature too. Early humans may have observed birds using specific calls to communicate with each other or warn of danger. So they began mimicking these sounds to signal to each other, unknowingly imitating natural communication methods to convey messages and enhance group cooperation. And here we are, claiming we have nothing to do with animals when we may have in fact borrowed a lesson or two from them. early humans got the nuances of surviving in the wild, they used their surroundings and previous knowledge as an advantage and built civilizations from scratch. The Romans built most of their famous architectural pieces using opus cementitium, a remarkable building material inspired by the natural cementing properties of volcano ash and lime. This if you are a chemistry geek, you will know as the pozzolanic reaction that leads to the formation of strong and durable Cs8 crystals. Now, the advantage of mimicking natural rock formations is that they show immense durability and have withstood the test of time. They are also particularly resistant to salt water, making it suitable for marine structures like aqueducts and harbours. And unlike modern concrete, which hardens quickly and then gradually weakens, Roman concrete continued to strengthen over centuries due to ongoing chemical reactions. Now, a very proud moment for all biomimetics is that the iconic dome of the Pantheon in Rome is made of this very Roman concrete and remains the largest unreinforced concrete dome in the world. hundred years, we come to 3rd century BC, precisely when the Archimedes screw was invented. It's a mechanical device used for lifting water or other fluids and is believed to mimic a natural process found in the structure and motion of a snail shell. And here's why. This screw works by turning the screw blade within a tube or casing. As the screw rotates, it scoops up the fluid at the lower end And carries it upward along the spiral path, eventually discharging it at the top. This lifting action closely mimics the way a snail moves fluids within its shell. You see, snails have a unique organ called the radula, which they use to pump water or mucus through their shells in a spiral motion. The advantage of taking inspiration from a mollusk is that the gradual continuous rotation of the screw allows for a steady and controlled lift which is highly efficient for various applications such as irrigation and drainage of mines and raising water from wells all important tasks for the greeks and romans As we look back on these examples, it's clear that our ancestors, even without the formal terminology, were practicing this age old art of innovation by drawing inspiration from nature. So I think calling biomimicry a new concept would be misleading, because we humans have indeed resorted to consulting nature. Instead, let's say we are rediscovering the right path, the path that early humans had trod, the path that enabled them to evolve into modernity, the path that proved to be immensely fruitful and could possibly be the path that reverses our mistakes. Unfortunately, our trip through time inevitably must come to an end. But hey, this is just part one in the two-part series Antiquity to Biomimicry. Until part two, our journey of learning from nature is at a standstill. (laughs) Bye. <laughs>